St. Paul says today in the second reading, do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out for not his own interests, but of those of others. Uh, each year, I give one homily on the state of the parish. Like, it's kind of like the present state of the union. I do the state of the parish. And I want to share with you uh, the many ways that our parish has been following St. Paul's recommendation in which we're looking out not just for our own interests, but the interests of the, the whole community here at St. Joe's. Here at the parish, there's plenty of good news. I just want to let you know all the things that have happened in the last year, where we stand financially, and an encouragement, and a simple ask. So first, we received a big uh, security grant from the federal government, $150,000 um, for security updates in our school, which we desperately needed. This is updates to all of the cameras. Uh, the doors have new key fobs, new security systems. There's new lighting for the parking lots. And that's it. That's how much this stuff costs. It's ridiculous. 150000 and that's what we get. But it's very much needed. I want to thank my staff for working on that, especially Lori, my business manager, who did a lot of extra work uh, to make sure that we uh, got that grant. Also, we uh, applied for another grant with MDU uh, to try to update the lighting in the gym. Uh, the choir loft and the sound system, which we've been working on for a while now. Obviously, we had a brand new organ that was donated to us and enough money to finish the renovations that should be done within the next month. Uh, and the choir loft is almost finished. Here's the thing, it will almost be done in the next month, but if you look at the speakers back there, I, I, want, I said I wanted to put pipe facades over it. Um, pipe, pipes are not a, like organ pipes are not a big market right now. I don't know if you knew that. Um, and there's like one company that I found that could make the facades. And so I asked them to give me a bid and it was $40,000. So I just said, you're crazy and hung up the phone. And then I called them back and I said, you're not crazy, I'm sorry, but we're not paying that. And then I talked to a, a parishioner who does some woodworking and he said he'd be willing to help build kind of the base cabinets. And I found a place that does, they, they actually build fake pipes. Uh, so it's gonna take a little bit longer, but we can do it way cheaper and we can kind of do it in house and then it would be, uh, would be covered and finished. We have uh, the sound, we've decided it should be done on Monday, maybe Tuesday at the latest. Everything will run through the main sound system. Again, I went ahead and did bids on the church's sound system to see if we could get all new when we did the choir loft. It was 50 to 60,000 for all new. I simply looked at what we had, brought in a couple professionals and they're like, yeah, you got great speakers. All you need is new amplifiers and new mixers. So for $5,000, we have pretty much a new sound system. So I tell you these things because I don't like frivolously spend your money. I try to find the best deals and to do it correctly. Also, uh, rectory updates. Uh, we redid all the windows in the rectory. The, rec the rectory windows were the original windows that came with the rectory. I just want you to know it was $50,000, which seems like a lot of money. There are 49 windows over in that, that building. And those, those windows, just so you know, I'm not complaining, but I had a steady flow of air into my bedroom, both in the summer and the winter, which was nice in the summer because it's very refreshing. Uh, in the winter, it was terrible because it was freezing and there was, there was snow. There was a pile of snow in my room. So it was time, right? So, and we, so as we did that, I just wanted to thank uh, Heritage Exteriors and Brandon Langang who helped out with that. We did renovations to the upstairs. I've been trying to do one room every year, 
And I simply am doing it by myself. I got a couple parishioners that help with that. Deacon Randy helps with that. And uh, we've, we basically do it all just for cost of materials. This year I did my room. We did, we did the demo. My favorite part is the demo. I love it, right? You just get to shred stuff, tear stuff out. So we tore out the false ceiling in, in my room. My room was this year. And in the northwest corner, there was black mold all over, the, all over the, the ceiling. So I've been sleeping in that for five years, which explains a lot of me, I think. Um, but once we got that done, then we had to re- so we had to clean the ceiling. Then we had to redo the entire wood ceiling as well. Um, but we only have one room left, basically, and then the renovation of the rectory will be over. While we were doing them, I climbed up on the top of the roof because we had to fix an air vent. Noticed that the seams in the roof were, were broken. Thank God I went up there and found that because uh, it saved the roof. And uh, Twin City helped us repair the roof, and now it's good for another, they said, five to ten years. Uh, so that was a, a kind of a lucky find. Uh, and then not only that, but we also had some, uh, a friend of mine who works at a furniture store donated uh, furniture, both used and new, uh, for the rectory to be furnished. And finally, the patio, right? I built a wall. According to our old President Donald Trump, it's amazing. It's huge. Right? It's been used extensively. It's the best wall in all of Bismarck, Mandan area. You know, other people try to build walls. They're not even close, right? But it's been used for parties, staff parties, fundraisers that I do. If you want to see it, come on out. I'd love to show it to you. And uh, thank you to all the parishioners that helped with that. There was a lot of volunteer help, but also just a lot of hard work. Also, um, we got new vestments. I don't know if you've seen those. They... Periodically, I'm wearing different vestments. A parishioner donated those. Uh, was, total was 15000 for all of them. They were made over in Italy of the finest uh, materials, right? Because it's the liturgy. We have the finest stuff for the liturgy. We have new parking lots, $60,000. We paid 10000 for them. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Donated mostly by parishioners and some friends of mine from Texas. Also, I've had the landscaper tell me the pavers will go in before the snow falls. Okay, that's what he said, he promised. The problem is we have too much rain. I never thought I'd be complaining about rain. But landscapers are way behind because there's too much rain. Also, we will be having a brand new roof go on the, on the church. Steeple, main church, everything. And that is paid for by a hail storm that we had this summer. It was a 24-year-old roof. It was time for a new one. The hail came at the perfect time, right? And insurance is paying us. It's nice to be paid by them instead of always paying in. In the school, we added two, uh, a new lower elementary classroom, renovated it, furnished it. We have two guides right now that are currently being, uh, that we are paying for to receive full uh, AMI Montessori certifications, which is about $35,000 in total. Uh, we continue to expand the School of the Holy Family staff, and we purchased a yellow school bus. That's a big deal, I thought. You know you're for real when you got a yellow school bus, right? And it's all good news, right? This is all good news. And I am grateful and thank you to all that helped donate through time, talent, treasure, any part that you help with. Thank you. But all of these are from donations and requests that I have. None of this comes out of the collections. Right? None of this comes out of the collections. So that's the good news. But the bad news is, is the daily expenses of the church and the school are increasing. Everybody's feeling the effects of inflation. Everything's going up. Right? Building insurance and utility expenses have increased. Health insurance is up. 7.6%. You might sit back and be like, wow, that's not a big deal. We have like 32 employees here. We run like a $2.5 million budget. This is a major operation. 1,200 families were the fifth largest parish in the diocese. And so, yeah, there's a lot of expenses that go along with all of that 
that I mentioned. Not to mention food costs are going up because of the effects of inflation as well. We provide scholarships for our students. 33 families received together, right, over $100,000. That was, again, donors and donations. And that's changing the lives of children. And that's beautiful. That's what we do. That's what we're about. That's our mission. And the school enrollment continues to grow. In 2021, we were at 128 students. 2022, we're at 144 students. This year, 2023, we're at 159 students. So we're going in the right direction, right? And our subsidy, just so you know this, our subsidy, it's down to, we, we had it as low as 40%, and right now it's at 60% because we added a few uh, more teachers to the school of the Holy Family, the high school. But I want to get it down to that 30, 40%, and we're working hard on that. Did you know this? When I came here, the, the school subsidy was 96%. That means, that is not 96%, that is 96% of the collections are going to subsidize the school. That's insane. You cannot, that's unsustainable. So we're, at, we're doing better at 60%, but we gotta get even further down. And I'm working very hard at that. Um, our adult envelope collection, so these are the actual collections. In 2021, we were at about 650,000. 2022, we almost uh, hit 700,000. In 2023, we're at 675,000. We're down a little bit, and so just an, an encouragement uh, to slightly maybe give more as our numbers continue to increase. Our savings balance and expansion fund, these are liquid monies, stuff that we can move around, stuff that we can use. Our expansion fund is at 317,000. Our savings account is at 50,000. Our endowments, when I got here in 2018, they were 267,000. I have constantly been trying to put money away in those because I love endowments. They're awesome. The bigger they get, the more they give, right? And right now we're close to half a million uh, that's in there. So that continues to grow. Last year we had a bequest of $85,000 from an estate. That was huge because you never know when these are going to come. And so I want to encourage you guys to think about this. This is a big deal. Estate planning is a big deal. And we do a lot of funerals here. And last year, we only had one bequest from one funeral. One. That means that one person left this parish something in their will. I had an estate planner. He said this to me. He's a good Catholic man. He said, you tell your people this. This is how they should plan their will and, their, and, and, and how their estate is set out. Pretend your ch the parish is one of your children. So if you have three kids, now you have four. As you're planning your estate, 25% goes to each kid, 25% goes to the parish. Why? Because this is your family. It's a spiritual family, but this is your family. And if you want this place to be around in 20, 30, 40 years, we gotta build the endowments. Things are gonna get harder and harder and harder. And those endowments will make sure that this parish stays vibrant and alive. A couple of years ago, um, no, speaking of life and death, we have uh, 37 baptisms we did this year, and we have another eight scheduled, and a few more pregnant mothers out there that I see, which is all good and beautiful. That means we're almost doing one baptism a week. That's amazing, you guys. We did 20 funerals this last year, so our funerals are way down. For the last three years, we've done more baptisms than funerals. That's the sign that a parish is growing, that a parish is doing well. We have a seminarian. That's a sign that a parish is doing well. We have a deacon candidate. Sign that a parish is doing well. I have another guy that I'm currently speaking to who's thinking about the seminary. These are good things, man. This is not a time to slow down. This is not a time to say, oh, look at us. We're killing it. 
Let's sit back on the laurels of the last five years. No, no, we double down. We go harder. My staff doesn't want to hear that, I'm sure. Do more. If, 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 you know how many times I come into this church and I hear that vocation prayer being prayed? Well, it's being answered. So why would we slow down? Why don't we have 10 seminarians coming from this place? Why don't we, we wonder if we're the only parish that has any seminarians? We take over the whole poster. That might anger Father Dosh a little bit, I think. But I also think he'd be happy to have him. So, uh, one little cool thing I wanted to, this, this I think is awesome. So, for the past two years, we've been getting, every quarter we get $7,500. This is free money, this is stupid money. You know where it comes from? North Dakota Gaming Funds. So any establishment in Mandan Bismarck that has those little electronic gambling machines, they have to give 60% of their winnings to charity. And, you, and any person that owns these establishments, or if you know somebody that owns these establishments, we can be one of the 501c3s on their earnings. All it is, it's a past parishioner student at St. Joseph's. He now owns an establishment with gaming and said, I'd like you, I'd name you as one of the beneficiaries. That's it. And then every quarter we get 7,500 bucks because people gamble too much. Why not take advantage of that? So please, if you know somebody or if you have these establishments, consider us as a beneficiary of it, right? All right, in closing, I am a beggar. I'm a beggar. I have been my whole life as a priest. That's part of our job. When I was vocation director, I had this lady that I went and met with. She had 16 oil wells. And I was asking her for some pretty decent money to support the seminarians, and she gave it. And then she said, why don't you come back next year, and I'll see if I support you again. The following year, I come back. I knock at the door. The door's open. She sees me through the screen door, and she says, oh, my little beggar's back. (laughs) So that's my life, okay? But we constantly are asking because there's a lot that the church needs. You can't run without you. We need you. And I need you a little bit more. Of the 1,200 families we have here, only 200 give regularly. Only 200. If even half of the other 1,000 families would give 100 bucks each week, we would be in the black like that. But we're not, we're in the red. Every year I have to go fundraising to make sure that we get to, we, to meet budget. It would, be so, it would be amazing for one year just to meet it because we have so, many, so much coming in from our parishioners that believe in this mission, believe in their parish, believe in our school, and believe in the faith. That they give time, talent, and treasure. So I encourage you, if you're giving, thank you. You have no idea how grateful I am for that. And if you're not, please begin. I'm begging you. And here's the thing. You can sit back and be like, oh, Father's asking for all this money. Do you give anything? I do. I do. I give my 10%. Right? And sometimes more if needed. You can't lead without leading by example. So I'm, if I'm asking you to give till it hurts a little bit, I got to give till it hurts a little bit. The final thing is, is in the bulletin, if you look this week, we have flyers for the North Dakota tax credit. You can give, we have two endowments, you can give to either of those, you can get a 40% tax credit. It's an amazing gift through the state of North Dakota. Please look at that, take advantage of it if you can. In closing, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so honored to be the priest here, your pastor, your spiritual father. 
I love this place. I don't ever want to leave this. Maybe you want me to, but I don't ever want to leave this place. You know, for years, I was always like, it's a good idea to move priests around, you know, like six years here, seven, five years here, let them get more. I just would love to stay for a long time and get to know everybody and encourage everybody and help everybody. But I need your help too. And so today, I only do it once a year. Please consider if you're giving to give a little more and if you're not, to start regularly giving. So that not only we can meet our budget, which would be nice, but we can help those in our community, our parish, we can help our children, we can help our school, and we can build the kingdom of God even stronger here at St. Joseph's.